Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Don't Stop Us Now. I'm Greta Thomas. And I'm Claire Hatton. We're all about producing content where you can be inspired by and learn from amazing female entrepreneurs and leaders to help you achieve and even exceed your career goals. Before we begin this week's episode, though, it would mean a huge amount if you could rate and review our show if you haven't already. Consider it as your kind deed for the day. And we'd love to hear from you. So why not follow us or message us on LinkedIn? Mention the podcast and we'll be all ears. And now enjoy this week's episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whichever may be the right scenario for you. And welcome to this week's mini episode. Welcome indeed. And today's mini episode is all about the value of having a mindset of just keeping on moving forward. It's a mindset of just not stopping if something doesn't work for you or if it feels like a failure. And it's all about dusting yourself off and keeping on moving. And that can be easier said than done sometimes, can't it, depending on what's gone wrong? It can. (laughs) But rather than us explain more, we want you to hear from the super thoughtful global Uber executive, Julia Page, who we had on the show quite some months ago or a year or so ago. Julia is the global head of social impact at Uber. And this is a woman who knows how to navigate her way through sticky times. Here she is. If this doesn't work, then move on to something else. It's almost like there wasn't failure. There was you stop trying and there's a difference. Yeah. What is the difference? Failing is when it's almost like a finality in that. That it's over, it's done. If I don't succeed at something and I say, okay, either I was trying the wrong thing or I was trying it in the wrong way, or maybe I should look at the problem in a completely different way or whatever. I think there is a continuation of the effort. And even if that continuation is, this isn't the right thing for me, I need to go over here. But I learned something saying this isn't the right thing for me or getting to the point where I can say that. And I think if you fail, sometimes you just stop. And you have to kind of pick yourself up and keep going. And have you ever failed at anything? Of course, I fail all the time. Yeah, I think uh, it is all perspective. I think the only way you learn is through failure. Yeah, I couldn't agree uh, The more. only way you get better at something is through failure. But do you stop there or do you say, okay, good lesson, keep moving on. And I'm of the good lesson, keep moving on school. And I think that's where that kind of, Failure is not an option happened where you realize, okay, this isn't working here. Let's shift to this. Okay, that's a little better, but we can do even better. Let's move over to here. And I think that's where that kind of all the lessons I've learned in my life give me the strength to say, it doesn't matter if it doesn't work. Let's fix it and do something else and not get stilted or frozen because something didn't work. You just change it and keep moving. I think that's really profound how Julia has this mindset, you know, that she refuses to have 
the ending of any experience be failure. You know, instead she wants to move forward in whatever way makes sense at the time, of course. But I just think that's so powerful to say, never let, you know, your narrative end on failure because it so doesn't have to. It's totally our choice, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's true. You know, but it's not always that easy as we said in the beginning of this episode, is it? You know, emotionally it's it's sometimes hard to get through failure. So I'm I'm kind of curious, Greg, how do you move through failure? How do you how do you get your mind through it? I mean, it's such a relevant question and such a, a true thing that it is very hard. But you know, I was just reflecting as you were saying that that I don't think I can think of very many moments, if any, where I've sat there and, you know, all hell is breaking loose potentially. But I don't think I've ever sat there in that moment and gone, this is a failure. I probably said four letter swear words. I've probably done all kinds of things and gone, Oh, I've really screwed up, but I've never actually used that word failure. And I think that's kind of interesting because we probably don't in those moments. And instead we often may turn to beating ourselves up big time. But I think what I love about what Julia says is don't let the narrative end on that low point because as she said, and I know it's happened to me, there's always something you can learn out of that. That's, I think, what I do is, yes, I'll beat myself up initially for sure, but after having done that over many years with the benefit of age and wisdom, yeah, it's all about getting things into perspective and reminding myself, you know, did anyone die here? And thankfully in the kind of work I do, that's never, ever happened and hopefully never will because it's just not in the realm of normal things that would happen. So perspective and also the whole reframing of, as Julia does, kind of saying, well, what's the lesson from this or what could I do differently next time? You know, there's great research that shows when you ask yourself a question, a what or a how question at the end of something that hasn't gone so well, it really increases the chances of you performing better next time. You know, how could I have done this differently? What could I do differently next time? Yeah, I really, I really, really like that. You know, it's, it's, it is about finding the learning in it, but you know, the, the kinds of things I do is, because, you know, let's face it, sometimes it is really hard to accept failure. So often I'll just need a bit of time on my own to think about it. Maybe I'll walk by the ocean or something. Or the other thing that I've found in the past that's been really helpful, particularly if it's really emotional, is journaling. Right. Yeah, so, that makes sense. you know, writing stuff down. And then I can get myself to the point where I am seeing you know, the learning, what, what can I do differently next time? What was actually good that came out of it that I would do the same? So I think it's just getting yourself into that mindset. I think journaling is fantastic too, because the other thing that journaling does is that by getting it out of your head, which is all full of emotions and onto paper, I reckon that also helps you get perspective. Oh, it totally does. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Alrighty. You know, I think what I love and what Julia has clearly mastered, and it's such a great reminder though for us all, is that, you know, we are all authors of our own life and work stories. And so we do get to choose and determine how that's those stories end. And, you know, knowing that we have that choice to never have it end on failure, but to end where we've picked ourselves up, learned a lesson, moved on, tried something new, or just gone down a new path altogether. I just love that really useful reminder that we can always control our own stories. Yeah, that is so important. You have the power. Well, that's this mini episode done and dusted. 
Stay tuned for next week's episode, which is an interview with a phenomenal woman. Absolutely. Well, we'll keep you in mystery. That's will be suspense. Keep smiling, keep moving, stay safe and ciao for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.